0: to the RunnerX Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Hey guys, welcome to the RunnerX Podcast. Valerie is on the uh, line with me and we're going to have a conversation today about what I call like, runner's perfectionism maybe we can call it OCD you know that that having to do everything just just so right um I think you've seen this Valerie I don't know if you were ever as neurotic as I was but I used to be the type that was if if my if my Garmin said I was at four point you know um what was it? 4.98. I had to run around my driveway. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or um, yeah, if my plan said uh, the great example that we've talked about before is if my plan said I needed to run 10 miles, but by seven miles, my hip was hurting me and I was, and it was hot and I was feeling awful. and I ran out of water, whatever the case may be. I felt like I couldn't stop. Like I was somehow hurting myself by running more. So I wanted to talk to you today about kind of that perfectionism and then learning this new movement and, and how that affects that kind of need to be perfect. Can you talk about that?
1: Sure. Well, you know, and I want to say too, you know, most of us are type A runners and we are so scheduled, you know, like I have this much time and i want to get this much of a run in. So then we've already kind of set up an expectation. You know whether it's we want to run a certain distance or whether we want to run a certain pace. We're not thinking at all about the movement. We're thinking about getting the run done. And then right. like like you said, you're more concerned with the numbers on the watch than anything else. Like did i get my run in? See what i mean? And and then right. we start to think my my high or my satisfaction or my success is that I got the run done.
0: Yeah. How many miles,
1: you know, it's the same thing. It's like, how many miles did you get in? How many miles did you run? How You know, and, and it becomes this feeling of, I've got to get more miles. Or I've got to get out there and run. And then we forget about really what running is. So then all of a sudden, when your body says, hey, <laughs> uh, all this running you're doing, and I'm really upset with you. I'm, you know, your knee, your hip, whatever. All of a sudden, it's a huge it's failure, one, because I can't get my run in. And then second, um, all of a sudden I'm having to think about my movement, which also mm-hmm. interferes because this is also more work, right? And so right. then because I'm again though, that person that gets up every morning at 5 a.m. and gets my run done, then when we get people say coming in to run our X, they're like, okay, I'm gonna work on that running thing you talked about. How many miles can I run today? Right. <laughs> yeah I mean, we right, we see that. and so I think the first shift is to think that it's not the perfectionism or the success isn't so much in the um, the running distance or the running volume or the running speed, but the actual running itself.
0: Right. And that was something that you and I had talked about um, not too long ago, where we part of that mindset shift isn't about how far did you go, how fast did you go, but how did it feel? Hey, mm-hmm. how did that feel? Did it feel good? Was it a easy run? Did you feel like it was you were light? You know, that's what we we try to get you to start thinking about when you start working with us. Right. And
1: then that connection, because mm-hmm. running is hard, right? So what yeah. we're taught we're taught that. And by the right. way, running it, running is challenging in a hundred percent. It's cardiovascular, it's high impact. You're out there, it's you against you, you in the road, you you know what I mean? So right. all of that's all of that's there. So then all of a sudden I'm like, but how did you feel? And you're like, what do you mean? How did I feel? I was out of breath and my legs hurt.
0: <laughs> right. And I mean, so, and
1: <laughs> so yeah. So much of us have equated running with suffering. And then we're like, right. no, no, you suffering because you ran really fast and your heart rate went up isn't the same as my shins, my knees. You know, I'm hurting. So then we're like, no, you've got to reconnect with what is running itself. And that's the challenge with us, by the way, is that we come in. And first of all, we totally shift how you think about running, right? And then we give you right. these like, and then all of a sudden you're self-conscious. And that's a huge problem for people that are type A and perfectionists. is all of a sudden I'm going to make you feel awkward in something you used to feel comfortable doing.
0: Right, right. And yeah. And they feel awkward because they're learning a new movement. And it's been because they've been actually not thinking about how they're moving, moving, right? They've not Mm -hmm. been thinking about um, using gravity or muscle elasticity. They've been thinking things like my shin hurts, my hip hurts, my knees hurt. Boy, that's a big hill, you know, have a fight (laughs) with my boss today, right? They're thinking all these things. They're not actually present with, with what's going on, like we talk about, present within Where their body is, like, in their environment, they they tune out, right? And, you know, when you talk to, like,
1: right now, the track and field's going on, the Olympics, it's so exciting to watch these people that have been waiting for now five years, right, to get a chance to go back. And the amount of work that they've put in, you know, for this one race, for this one day, you know, and we don't see that. We've talked about this a lot. We see that one race they run. We don't see the hours and hours and hours and hours of the training and everything that goes into what they're putting in, right? Right. Yet we and, and we see that, and that's of course at the high level. But the only way they're able to to perform at that level is to put in the the skill, the strength, the self care, the nutrition, the everything they do around it. So right. then I always think, you know, for us, we expect our bodies to perform at high levels, which when running is a high level activity. When maybe we worked all week and we're tired and we got, kids, you know what I mean, like
0: exactly, yeah. They, you have other things, uh, and 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 I talked about this in a in a Tough Love Tuesday recently about that idea that um, we do other things, right? We we think, okay, my my back is hurting me because I went running yesterday, but did you come home from running and then weed your garden, <laughs> right? Did you sit in your office all day and not get up? And so your body is, is now stiff or, you know what I'm saying? We were talking about the, the changing of the movement. And so people assume that it's the running that's causing them pain, right? They assume that it's that, but they're not looking at the totality of what they're doing in their life. And of course, they're not coming into the perception of what's happening in their body while they're trying to learn a new movement.
1: Right. Which I will say is one of the best things I've always thought in fact, by the way, this is really cool. Somebody reached out yesterday and they've been doing run RX now since 2018. They did the course and they've been, you know, constantly practicing or consistently practicing. And she said, I just want you to know how my runs are now what I call happy. She Uh. said, sometimes they're fast. She said, I'm running as fast as I, I feel good, but the happiness in my run and she said and it's because i take the time to do my i still do my warm up and mm-hmm. one of the things that we tell people all the time is the consistency of practice that shows up in your performance this is why people have practice as part of their training <laughs> and right. most of us as runners as the average workout person somehow thinks that we are above that and we're not we need warm ups right. we need cool downs we need oh. all of it well, so, it's an idea
0: that I can just put on my shoe, you know, lace up my shoes gotta, and just yeah. one step get out, out the, door, the door, right? Yeah, just get out there <laughs> and pound yourself. But real yeah. quick, I just want to say,
1: one of the things that, that we really stress from day one when you come into X is it's not how much time I spend practicing. It's how much I spend focusing during my practice. And most of our practices are like 10 to 15 minutes. So imagine if you spent 10 minutes out of your day practicing your running, thinking about your running, not while you're running, when you're not running, so that when you're running, you're running.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say, getting into that scene, you said the word, the how. We get so many people that are like, well, how do I pull my foot? how do I place my foot? How do I um, fall? How, 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 right? And it's not about the how really is it? Because what I try to talk about from a mindset standpoint is your muscle elasticity isn't a how, it's a reaction, right? It's a reflective response. Isn't that how you, am I saying it right? Well,
1: here's the thing. I mean, we, we, we still have a job to do, It's just the main thing is we need to only focus on our job. Our job is to pull our foot up from the ground. That's our job in response to ground contact, meaning Mm -hmm. instead of looking. So I think the real question isn't how, because everyone's stuck on how do I put my foot down? And then we're telling you, you don't. The second (laughs) you put your foot down, well, the second you put your foot down, you just stopped your movement. So then there's no more running happening. You're just stopped. So one of the things that you guys have to understand is we're te- we're teaching you what's called um, a concept of movement that I didn't mm-hmm. know either. That's what I keep telling you. Well, I'm not some genius. I didn't figure it out. <laughs> but once you learn it, you realize, oh, it's an, it makes so much sense. However, instead of anyone that's ever developed a new habit knows, you don't just simply think about not to do. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to smoke you know, they all start eating carrots (laughs) or chewing on toothpicks. (laughs) So what's it we do? We help you develop the correct movement pattern for your run, which is absolutely a natural response in running. But first you have to be, first you have to develop the elasticity. You see what I mean? Like that's what Mm -hmm. we take you through being able to do running, being able to run, being able to Hold your shoulders over your hips, and this is where everyone got stuck. Unfortunately, is that when you get injured, you go see the PT or whoever, and they're like, "Oh, you have tight hips." They don't talk to you about your movement, so you could stretch your hips all day, but if you're not running correctly, every time you run, guess what? You're putting your hips probably where it shouldn't be. Right. (laughs) Let's
0: talk about that for a second because we also we as runner X, we are more than just the skills to run correctly, we also add the strength and the self care. And one of the things that we really do stress in the membership is not strength for strength's sake, it's strength for your running to be able to move properly. And we are we're finding that a lot of people aren't being aren't moving correctly. At all. Isn't that, at all, right? Like not even <laughs> to sit in a chair. <laughs> right, to squat. That's what we were talking about. Just simple squats, simple lunges. Um, yeah. simply push-ups, uh, sit-ups. Yeah, push-ups, sit-ups. Yeah, that there is a correct movement for that. And we, we really focus on, yes, it's a push. How will a push-up help you run? You know, it's going to be holding your body. And, and what is it? You say 68% of my, my weight body is from my hips. Yeah. Uh, to, my to my head. head. Right. And my <laughs> head is, is what? 30 pounds of that. Right. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's we got to hold up a lot of weight. And if you're I, I'm I'm I have a little extra weight. We've talked about this, too. I have a little extra weight. So I'm having to hold up more than, say, you are because I'm holding 30 pounds more than you. So I have to not that I have to work harder. I just have to be more aware. Is that correct? Well, you're
1: working harder all the time. Right. I mean, that's, that's the reality, but that's the thing. It's like, and this is what everyone should, you know, especially you think about it, you're balancing. It's a reverse triangle, right? You're balancing on the ball of your foot. When you're running your foot's on the ground, you are balancing your body weight. If you're out of balance at all, then you're it's over. You know, the second you're out of balance, you're unfortunately unable to fall. So then you're going to reach push, have a leg. you know, there's all these things that are going to happen. So we talk about just being in, just being balanced on your own body weight is something you you should be doing anyway, right? When you walk, right, when you stand, things like that. So that's what we teach you also is no matter what your body weight, you can balance your own body weight. And that's what's so fun for people when they talk about like people want to uh, use weight as a either excuse for not running, oh, I can't run, I'm not made for running. I hear that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're standing up right now. I guarantee you, we could get you running. <laughs> it yeah, may not be, yeah. you know, like, and so that's what people should also understand is that just practicing what we're helping you practice as you're getting more. I mean, Caroline's doing this right now as she is working to her ability, right? So if you're practicing the skill you can do, the strength you can do, not trying to run any distance. She does uh, a skill drill plus short run. And already, I would say, what in the last three or four weeks, it's amazing to see how much improvement we've already seen,
0: right? And I got to tell yeah. you guys, and 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 I haven't told Valerie this, so this is this is an expose on our podcast right now. Um, is that the bulk of my practice has been with her? When I'm at home, I'm stretching, I'm doing my self care, I'm doing my um, my warm ups, right? I'm standing in pose, but I'm not actually running at home. I'm listening to every single live she does. We do the podcast, you know, we do this work. And so what I'm telling you is that that it's through my perception of what she's saying. It's watching her when she's talking through her lives. It's doing what she just talked about, thinking about my running daily so that when I do go to run with her, she sees a marked improvement. I know you guys think I'm crazy, but I kind of want to prove the fact that you don't have to go out and run 10 miles. <laughs> you know, you can actually think for 10 minutes, run for 10 minutes and see improvement. Or am I crazy? Did I just totally blow your mind there? No, but I want people to
1: know, I think that <laughs> but, this is, hi, by the way, this is really important because we do online. So we always want to say to right. people, you don't need to be with Valerie. She's with you anyway, because I'm not going with you on your run. Caroline doesn't run with me. She comes to my gym, my workout class at the gym. So inside her workout, inside her workout, she, I put running in or running drills. Now, by the way, these workouts are also available in our membership. What people have to understand is I see you through the video check-ins. That's how we communicate. And we have live Zooms. I can watch you. And the reality is that she's right. If you just start to think about what it is that you're doing when you're practicing, then it's so great to be able to come back and say, here's what I felt. And then we have a discussion. Let me show you what it looked like. And then I can help you correct. Because <clears throat> I'm telling you, we've seen it all. I've seen it all. People come into the membership and it's the tight hips, the plantar fasciitis, the, all of these things. And they're all limiters. Meaning you're limiting your own movement because you think you shouldn't you know, move a certain way because I have this, right? Right, so, like, right. Caroline's- you become your injury. Right. And Caroline's not training for a race and Caroline right now really doesn't care to go out and run three or four days a week. So just keep in mind, she is seriously in a, in a phase where she's like, I really want to just develop a good perception of my movement, right. Ability to move and then increase when I can, which by the way, everybody that's injured is exactly how they should do it. Whether you've never run or you're coming back from injury, that's how we all should do it. <clears throat> and then those yeah. of us that are like, Hey, I want to run every day. I want to do a marathon. I want to do whatever. That's awesome. We want all of those runners. However, we tell everyone the same thing. You've got to spend the first two to three weeks at least thinking about your movement, not just going out and doing it. And and people will say, Oh, I'm getting behind in my practice. And I'm like, you can't get behind in your thoughts. If yeah, once a day exactly, once a day you would walk over to a wall and fall. You don't need to have running shoes on, even. You know, it's just connecting with your own body is
0: so amazing for running. Yeah. And that's what, that's why I wanted to tell you that is I know you had said you'd seen improvement and I know you see me, about twice a week, but I, but you didn't know that what I was doing when I wasn't with you was actually just listening to you, was watching you, was basically trying to absorb you through osmosis because I am (laughs) a big proponent of what you think, right? What you think is what you will create. And we tell our, we tell our members that all the time, and we're getting great response from people that are like, you're right. I got out of my head. I started thinking this is fun. Um, Right. and this is great and we're getting great response, but then we still have the people that are stuck in the how. And that's where I kind of wanted to share with everybody that I'm in that, the, the, what am I thinking phase? What is she really saying phase? Can I imagine what that would feel like? How will it feel when it comes time for me to, when it's not hopefully 95 degrees, um, but I can go out and just run. And the only thing that's hard is my breathing.
1: Right. And to not be afraid to have to think or to connect. And I think some people, you know, we, we say this a lot, but if you're listening to a podcast, <laughs> hopefully it's runner X, but if you're right. running and listening to music or listening to an audio book, you're not thinking about your running. So then you should go back a little bit and think, hmm, sometimes I should really just run because running and literally connecting with running You have to focus. And I'm telling you, I used to laugh because people would say, well, how long do I have to think? And I'm like, well, (laughs) the rest of your life. But when I run, I tell people I am, when you watch, like, even the, I've just been having fun with track and field. They don't have watches on guys that, you know, (laughs) before they run in the warm up, they've got their earbuds on, they're getting in the zone, all of that kind of stuff. But when you run, Run, like, have you run ever and just not had music on? Have you ever run and not talked to your friends? You know, just look around you, start to connect with the feeling of running, and I'm telling you, you start to really look forward to the feeling of running, and that's what I feel like people miss out on. if If I never really connect with what free falling is and what running is, I've never really gotten there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and that was going to be the one thing that I kind of wanted to throw this out there for everybody that's maybe saying, yeah, 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 whatever, Caroline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to challenge <laughs> you to the fact that gravity will work on the on you, whether you're a person, whether you're a big person, a small person, whether you're a rock or a lima, right? Gravity <laughs> is working all the time and it is indiscriminate of where you live Um, what time of year it is, right? Gravity is always working. So you need to trust that it's there. You can't see it, right? You can't see it. You just know it's there and you can't take it personally. You can't say, yeah, well, it's, I, I can't do this because um I'm a big girl or I'm a slow runner, or I have bad hips. No, it's gravity, guys. It's gravity. Right. So right. it's gonna work regardless. And that's what I want to challenge you with as you go out uh on your runs this week is thinking about as she said, free falling and where's my fall point and just starting to get to know gravity and realize that that gravity works. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunnerX podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit.